Talk 1071, everything entertainment. I think we lost uh, Steve Patterson, Mike. Oh, what happened? He said there's more fun stuff going on in the hallway than in here, and he just left. Well, he's not wrong. There's a lot happening out there. Everyone's oh. standing in the lobby area. Oh, I don't really? know what's going on. He left when we had three seconds. If you would have been me. I don't even know why I went. Oh, I saw Rocco out there. And so I was just going to open the door and say, like, hey, Rocco. That's kind of what I do. And then there's a whole gathering of people out there. Uh-huh. I mean, guys, the who's who. You'd be so starstruck. We had Rocco Bonello out there. Mm-hmm. Alexis Thompson. Yep. Don McLean. Yes. Bradley Trainer. Okay. Brittany Arneson. Oh, love her. And they are, some of them are sitting on the ground. Brittany is sitting on our floor, our carpet floor. Bradley is on our carpet ground. They're saying, Steve, I bet you could do this. Can you get up from sitting, mm-hmm. legs out in front of you, without using your hands, your forearms, or the sides of your feet? This just screams, Steve. So that's why. This is like, you can't do something like that if Steve is in within earshot. Thank you. I was a victim because I have two <laughs> things happening here. A, my trust in you, which is always through the roof. Uh-huh. You don't need me here. Oh, I yeah. am I am decor. I'm parsley on the yeah, plate. Yeah. You are the entree, my friend. Yeah, right, and then I wanted to try it. I couldn't do it, though. They said I used the sides of my feet. Oh, yeah. You should try it. I'll try it. I'll be back. Bye, everybody. No, no wait. No, no, yeah, no, no. I'm kidding. I joke. I we joke. got some, uh, some new music that we want to get to. Yes, we do. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Hey, man. All right. What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a Dirty Birdie song from Jennifer Lopez? Do you want to hear Marin Morris covering Billy Idol? Or do you want to hear Kelly Clarkson covering Jelly Roll? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Covering Jelly Roll. That's the correct answer. All right, here she is covering. uh, Is this uh, Save Me? It is, yep. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I mean, we got to get a duet with those two. It sounds so good because her voice is so clear. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and Jelly's so gravelly. Is so gra- gravelly. Did I say gravel? Yeah, but no, I don't know if I'm right. I think it's gravelly. Doesn't matter. It's okay. I said gravelly. What are you going to do? Sue me? I say like two billion words a day. I'm bound to screw one up. American Idol. Kelly Clarkson, of course, shot to fame there as the winner of the very first season way back in, I think, the year 2001 or 2002. It premiered last night, and I didn't realize that. And so I'm so happy to know that I've got some to... My my son in particular, the 11-year-old, loves watching it with mom and dad. So Aww. we will do that. Um, so we're going to catch up tonight. But I was on Instagram and saw this bit about a former NFL player. I didn't listen to it, and nor did I check in on the story. Mike has some details. Yeah, so that former NFL player actually was undrafted, but picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. He's from, I believe, North Carolina, and uh, he played for the Vikings, tore his ACL in training camp, so had a Aww. horrible injury, tried to come back, bounced around on the practice squad for a couple of years, but it just wasn't going to happen. He was never going to get back to that form where he was going to be able to be a, an NFL level of player. And he had a viral moment where he walked into a room 
room. His grandma was sitting behind him, and he was had this video phone up, and he's like, hey, grandma, I'm going to play the piano for you and play a song for you. And she's like, you know how to play the piano? She had no idea. Oh, my oh wow. He sits down on the piano, and he just slays it. He kills this awesome song. And her, his grandma was like was overwhelmed by how great it sounded. He brought her to American Idol. So oh. he knew he was going to be pretty good because she was already backstage waiting. She can't, comes out. The judges see him and then he does this. Are you ready to hear it? Yes. yes. Who's, who so, does this song? This I is Brett remember. Young's song. It, yeah. oh, so Kate, uh, Katie actually said later on, he's like, if you allow us to coach you, you are absolutely going to be t- top 10 in this competition. Yes. I guarantee it. So she was just in love with it. So good. That's interesting for her to uh, to offer that critique because I was thinking, and that was really pretty and the backstory is great, but I was fast forwarding in my head to, but will he have the vocal chops to go toe to toe with people? But if they coach him and help him with, you know, whatever, stage presence and all of that, yep. and, although it sounds like here, here's one thing they always hammer, which it sounds like he really nailed. Which is emotional connection to a song. Yes, they're like any. Emoting, this yes. isn't just a singing Voice. competition. It is one, but it's not just that. It's not a vocal runoff, right? You know what I mean, Jellybean. Yes, Bean? he's kind of got a Quinn vibe to him in the pictures that I'm looking at. And remind everybody who Quinn is. Quinn is our social media guy. Yes, who always our has manager. a different look. Every day yes. he comes in, you know, everybody He's very fashion forward. Yes. And 98 percent of us feel insecure if we switch things up at all. Yeah. Quinn doesn't care about anything. No, he doesn't care. He's like, today I'm painting my nails. Tomorrow I'm going to wear a pearl uh, necklace. And on Wednesday, I'll be in what appears to be a painter's outfit. Exactly. Then I'm going to be a lumberjack on Tuesday. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's a, cool. It's a cool way to go about. Anyway, it. this guy's name again is Bl- Blake Prohl. So again, you might have uh, seen him around preseason football a little bit, but he tore his uh, ACL and again had That's to uh, call it quits. But uh, former Viking, he uh, played Eastern Carolina, East Carolina. Well, and I'll say this: if it's been a long time since you've watched Idol, I am your American Idol apologist. <laughs> we, I think we've only not watched one season. I think it was season two. It is. It's good, and their storytelling, it's evolved. It's not the Simon Cowell version of the show anymore. This is the last year that we're going to have this judging panel all together, Katy right. Perry leaving at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. The judges are great. They have a really great chemistry, and this their storytelling is on point, and you just hear some really awesome singers. Yeah. I'm so, I, you know what? I might jump back, jump back in. I don't know if you saw this, but Lionel Richie said he almost drove off the road when he heard Katy Perry was leaving because he didn't know. She didn't tell anybody. He just found out like we did. And he also said, but I totally get it. He gets it from the point where he's like, I'm, she's young. She's a young artist still. She still needs to make music and create. He said, you know, I've got all of that wisdom and all of that history behind me. Right. Yeah. So he's coming from a different judging place, even though she's got experience too. But he's like, she needs to go. Finish. Do more. Doing. Yeah. Create more. Yes. Yeah. He's in his seventies. She's in her thirties. Exactly. Makes sense. I'm going to take off. What do you mean? I mean, I'm just going to go down the hall to the restroom. Nice. Thanks. Uh, but we're going to come back. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we got to go. We got food news when we come back. If you're a Taco Bell fan, you're going to want to hear this. That's next on Don and Steve. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. What's up? Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I haven't uh, even checked the email uh, the inbox. Oh, today. really? I checked it over the weekend a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm not allowed to check email over the weekend while I'm watching TV. You, t- you have told me on multiple occasions with your chest out and your chin up, I don't. Once I leave this building, I don't check my emails. That used to be the old me. Trying to be better about things. Okay. Actually, I was bored. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Oh, I saw a thing about Taco Bell. I was like, wow. Yes, remember the Chihuahua? Yeah, what was his name again? Uh, I don't know if he had a name. His name was Yokero Taco Bell. Something though. That must have people must have wanted more Chihuahuas back then. I feel like we've done a story that the Chihuahua ownership increased. Which I would say pass if you have an option. (laughs) I mean, holy (laughs) yappy rat dog. If you have an option. (laughs) Come on. If you have if you, you have, have a smorgas a buffet of dog <laughs> options, don't reach for the Chihuahua, unless it's a rescue. Save all the animals. I want good things. I'm for- a confession. There's a confession. I'm afraid of Chihuahuas. Thank you. Because they're a little nuts sometimes. I'm afraid I'm going to reach out to pet them and they're going to bite me. I've never felt that way around a Great Dane. Or a German Shepherd. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so you're suggesting canine units now have Chihuahuas instead of German Shepherds? Not a bad idea. No, I think they it's a bad idea. They could get into small spaces. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yes. Sure. They're if not going to get them into a, a pipe yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I think we still keep the German Shepherds <laughs> okay. there. My goodness. Uh, I had be a great dog. If you're okay. at the airport. <laughs> right, and they're they're like got the dog walking around like don't. Don't pet the dog. Just keep walking. Two, you know, you got to go two people at a time. Yeah. And that thing just climbs up your leg. The chihuahua? Yeah, just sniffing you. I used to have a paper route. What am I, a newsy? And there was a dog that was not a chihuahua, but it was an extremely yappy dog. It was really tiny, and it looked like it had just gotten a blowout. What's that dog? Oh, those are so cute. Um, Those are called Pomeranians. Okay. I mean, like crazy. And a little snout coming out of this just like orb of fur. And any time that I would ring the doorbell, because every two weeks you had to collect. Right. So you had to collect for the paper. I'd, I'd get my $5.50. And I'd be like, receiving. Donna, what? stop being okay. gross. <laughs> 
I'm trying to tell a story about being a young 11 year old paper Sorry, boy. You, didn't, you left that part out. Dear Lord, right. you are a menace. <laughs> you shouldn't be in a normal neighborhood. You prison parking psychopath. Golly. <laughs> Anyway, anyway I would go you, yeah. and then I'd rip off the two little uh, <laughs> little tabs, yep. you know, that I'd give them. Yep. And then they would hand me five dollars and fifty cents and hopefully a tip. There's right. always a crummy tip if they just went up to six bucks. But sometimes some people would round up to ten. bucks. That's nice. Anyway, this guy had a Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And so when I would ring the doorbell. The whole way until this guy get there. And then he would say, the guy, I love the guy. The guy was great. The Pomeranian, I really could have done without. But the guy, hey, paper boy. I don't know where he's from. Somewhere not Springdale, Pennsylvania. I love him. Who's excited to see the paper boy? This guy always met me with enthusiasm. He was tan. He looked exotic like he came, like he used to have some sort of a, a boating business on an island somewhere. He's probably some kind of pimp. <laughs> Did he know Cliff? Hey, Donna. With the thermos? <laughs> yeah, anyway, getting back to food news. There are new menu <laughs> items at Taco Bell. Uh, and I thought we'd just rattle off a few and see what you think. How about this one? The Cheesy Chicken Crispinata. Uh, available now nationwide. Because some of these, they roll out in specific markets, and then they make them nationwide. Nationwide, as of last week, as of last Thursday, uh, cheesy chicken crispinata features chicken marinated and slow-cooked with garlic, tomato, and onion, combined with a blend of Monterey pepper jack, cheddar, and mozzarella cheeses inside of a crispy Taco Bell pastry dough. Mike, did you try this one? Yes, this is the one we tried. They used a lot of nice terms there that make me feel hungry. Mm -hmm. You tried it. How did it live up? I think the last line I said is, I will Crispinata ever have that ever again. Okay, no, no. Not um, what I was expecting. I hated it, but they kind of liked it. Bradley and Don kind of liked it. It it was it was that pastry. It felt like one of those like uh, apple pies, like the hostess apple pies you'd get in like yes. a box or in like the little wrapping. It was that mm. with like the filling of what's in a uh, pizza roll. But it's buffalo and chicken, and it just didn't feel real. It didn't oh. feel fresh. It felt like it could have sat in your freezer for 10 years and come back oh. out and taste the exact same. Ew. I didn't love that one, but I, I don't know. Okay, it, it wasn't great. They liked it. I, I did not care for it. All right, a few other menu items that you can now try, and maybe you'll like. Mike, you might like these. They actually tested these in October here in Minneapolis. Crispy chicken nuggets. It's made with all white meat, uh, white chicken meat. Marinated in spiced jalapeno buttermilk, breaded then fried. Customers can choose between two new sauces, bell sauce, made with tomatoes, red chilies, onion and garlic, or jalapeno honey mustard. Yes, ma'am. That sounds good. I like the honey mustard part. Sounds awesome. Jalapeno honey mustard. I could do without the jalapeno. What do you call a nosy pepper? I don't know. What? Jalapeno Jalapeno business. business. Do you get it? I do. Like all up in your business, jalapeno business. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) There's a cheesy street chalupa. What's a chalupa? This is a cheesy flatbread and a small tortilla with a blend of mozzarella and pepper jack cheeses that are fried together. Then it's filled with the customer's choice of slow-roasted chicken or marinated grilled steak. And it's finished with a flavorful sauce. Listen, I don't know. When I think of Taco Bell, I don't think of them as slow roasting anything. I hate to be a cynic. I really love it. But 
I don't know. I always think of pretty much everything as frozen and then quickly heated. As opposed to... Me too. I gotta take this. What on earth is that? That's my ringer. Is that an angel calling? (laughs) You know what? It's a masseuse. So, yeah, the hands of an angel. Oh my gosh. I hope... I have to go get a tennis elbow specific massage session. There's a guy who can apparently work on tennis elbow. So I have a 35-minute session on Wednesday. Is it at the mall in the in one of those chairs? <laughs> right next to where they sell calendars. <laughs> totally. No, it's at Lifetime, Donna. Oh, good for you. Yeah. All right. Which one? No. All right. Sorry. I didn't Just... get anything else. Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, Gelato, Cheesy Enchilada Dipping Taco. Wow. Did they change Dolce, the entire? Dolce, Leche, Cinnabon, Delights. Wow. We're going to play wow. a game. We're, no, no, no. We're gonna, no, we're going to play a game. 651-641-1071. Call us now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 where talk is fun and we play a little game. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We'll find out how smart the two of you are as we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Again, uh, today it is uh, brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. You can Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. Today the score sits 1815. Okay. 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 I like Smoked, it. Right? Yes, we are going to uh, see if Donna grows that lead to start this week, or if Steve can close the gap a little bit. Today, of course, is President's Day. Happy President's Happy Day! Happy President's Day, everyone. So, to celebrate President's Day, we're going to be talking about uh, presidents and pop culture. Hey. Okay. Let's go. Pop culture presidents, and we've got Carlos on the line to play along. Hey, Carlos. Carlos. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Are you Carlos, a first? Are you a first timer? Uh, first time caller. I've emailed maybe once or twice, but wonderful. What 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 drove yeah. you to dial the phone today when we put out the call? Uh, well, I've tried to call a few times. Um, I listen to you guys every day, and I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, well, Carlos, this is great. We love talking to uh, longtime listeners and and actually getting to know them a little bit on the phone. This is great. So, uh, last question before we have you decide who you're going to team up with. What's next in Carlos's Monday? Uh, it's President's Day, so I have the day off from work, 
and I'm just sitting in the parking lot going to get coffee after this. Oh, this is a good morning. What are you in, like, uh, you work a government job or something? I don't know who has the day off on President's Day. Evidently, we don't. <laughs> no, we do Yeah, not. our work has weird holidays off, so. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Don is here as well. You want to say hi, Donna? Hey, Carlos. Hi, Donna. Hey, now that Steve has sucked up to you in the most (laughs) obvious of ways, who would you like to play with? We're going to have to try and get Steve caught up. Thank you. That's fair. Thank you. Uh, Yes, I am underdog. Bye, Bye, Donna. Bye. Uh, Maybe a few Skittles, I guess, when you go out there, Donna, huh? Okay. Donna, leave now. Why are you? (laughs) you, She just started doing more work in here at her computer. Bye, Donna. We'll miss you. Everyone will miss you. All right, Carlos, you're going on hold. You're going to listen in, and if Steve needs any help, you're going to be there to uh, support him. And by the way, I should mention, you're playing for a different prize today. It's not just a t-shirt. Today you're playing for a pair of uh, passes, movie passes, to see Drive Away Dolls, an edgy offbeat comedy starring uh, Margaret Qualley as well as uh, Beanie Feldstein, and that's going to be uh, in theaters February 23rd. Okay. So you get uh, those passes if you can win today and help Steve get that victory. Steve, you ready to do this? I think I'm ready. I feel good about this category. Residents and pop culture let's get it started with this one not only did this actor play a fictional president on the west wing he did so in two other movies he also played jfk on a tv miniseries and portrayed george washington in a 2000s documentary martin sheen eight actors have received oscar nominations for playing a real life president but only one actor has won it who is it Daniel Day-Lewis. From 1992 to 09, three different actors portrayed Bill Clinton on SNL. Name any one of those three. Daryl Hammond. Anything you like repeated? Uh, no. Um, You've got 14 seconds to shout somebody out. Can I finish? That's Ross Perot. He never became president. And uh, just a shout out to him today in the Perot estate, which I imagine is doing well. All right, Carlos, uh, he finished with 16 seconds to spare. I think that means he's confident. How did you feel like he did? I think he doesn't need my help at all on this one. Listen, Carlos, I think we're in this together. I I have a feeling Donna's going to get two out of three. I think we got to win. I I think we're going to win. And I'm going to get in her head at the beginning, too, by telling her the time. Donna! All right, Donna's coming in, everybody. All right. Hey, Donna. Oh, what a blessing you are. Oh, and she's laying out some Skittles. Okay. Uh, this is great. Donna, I want you to know. Okay. I finished and had pretty much 15 seconds left to shout out whoever I wanted to shout out. Oh, no. I shouted out Ross Perot in the Perot estate. Okay. All right. But great. I feel pretty good. All right. I don't care. All, All right, right. Here we go. That means it's right there for the taking, Don. Are you ready to, yes. to do it? All right, let's see. Again, we're talking about uh, presidents today on this President's Day, College of Pop Culture Now. Let's get it started with this one here. Not only did this actor play a fictional president on the West Wing, he oh. did so in two other movies. He also played JFK on a TV miniseries and portrayed George Washington in a 2000s documentary. Um, That is Martin Emilio Estevez's father, Charlie Martin Sheen. Eight actors have received Oscar nominations for playing a real-life president. Only one actor has won it. Name that actor. Daniel Day-Lewis. From 1992 to 09, three different actors portrayed Bill Clinton on SNL. Name any one of them. Oh, shoot. From 92 to 09, three different actors portrayed Bill Clinton on SNL. I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with his name. Let's just go with Will Ferrell because I can't remember Uh, the other guy's name. 
All right, let's run through these answers here. It is President's Day today. Oh, man, I'm so dumb. What? Okay, go ahead. Oh, no. What would you have said? Nothing. I never, I was the wrong person. Never oh, mind. Okay. Uh, let's run through these again. Not only did this actor play a fictional president on the West Wing, he also did so in two other movies. He played at JFK on a TV miniseries and portrayed George Washington in a 2000s documentary. He knows a thing or two about being the president. That is indeed Martin Sheen. Nicely yeah. done. You guys all got that one. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Eight actors have received Oscar nominations for playing a real-life president, but only this actor has won it. You guys crushed it. Nicely DDL. done. Daniel Day-Lewis for, Woo! of course, Lincoln uh, won that Oscar. Yes. The movie was a little snorry, but that's fine. <laughs> it was the 1800s. Seven other guys were up for nominations there for that uh, for that honor. Uh, we move on to the final one here. From 1992 to 09, three different actors have portrayed Bill Clinton on SNL. Name any one of them. The most difficult one to come up with would have been Michael McKean. Uh, he was one of them. Oh, I did not know that. Phil Hartman, very early on, wow. like um, originally in 92, he was playing Bill Clinton. But, of course, the most iconic Clinton, Daryl... Hammond and Steve got it right. Thank Nicely you, done. Everyone. I kept going ham, something about ham. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Steve, you got Good the victory. Job. And Carlos, you win as well. The pair of tickets to see Drive-Away Dolls. All right. Awesome. Good job, Steve. Thanks, Los. Anyway, oh. People call you Los, right? For sure. Oh, jeez. They, they do, actually, yes. Okay, Carlos. Dude, I got to get to know Carlos a little more. Yeah. Carlos, can you just tell us what line Carlos of work you're in? Carlos is a people pleaser. <laughs> um what what work i'm in yeah um i don't know if i can say don't worry about it can you just give us like no no i'm just kidding it's a, a project support it's it's nothing okay special. secret you know, it's great so so he just said project support um Carlos, we love you. Thank you so much for calling in. Stay yeah, thank you. Call you. us again. Yeah, it's great to hear we love it when you guys call if you're ever sheepish like oh i don't know call in we'll make you feel right at home if uh like if, if somebody came up to me like Carlos. At a barbecue. Oh. And I said, oh, what do you do? I'd say bar, you say barbecue. Yeah, we just learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then the the person said, oh, I'm in project support. There's there's such a big chunk of the population that is in that kind of like stuff. I don't know what in the hell they are talking about. I don't either. I don't know if it means event planning. What do you think project support means? Or maybe you're working with one particular client. And so you've got a team of people making but something like what happen. Kind of digital. Project? Let's just say digital. Oh, so now we're in digital. We're project. in digital sales. So all they're right. all working on the one account. Project support. And then what? If something goes wrong, they're I'm, like, "Call Carlos. We need support for this project." I don't know. We still have him on the line. Do you want to get Carlos? Back? I almost feel like the sure. Yeah, Carlos. <laughs> what are you? What does that mean, man? The place I work for like builds uh, schools, and I just help um, the actual people who the construction managers. I just support them with like emotionally stuff, contract yeah. stuff, and like follow through <laughs> and stuff like that, sure. right? Okay. Yeah, and sometimes emotionally, yes. <laughs> a little bit of therapy and a whole okay. lot of jobs. Got it. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you. Carlos. Okay, he works for someone that builds schools. That's huge. It's a big deal, man. We need schools. I mean, I wonder if they're building overseas. 
or in other What makes countries. you think they're building overseas? I think there are a lot of... Um, schools over there? <laughs> I think there's a lot of building of schools and creating infrastructure in these Okay. Oh, developing countries? countries? Yes, yes. Carlos still there? We still got up on the line. Yeah, let's pull him back up. <laughs> hey, Carlos. So, Carlos, we now think that you are building schools primarily outside of the United States. Is that correct? No, that, that's wrong. It's okay. mostly the Midwest. Like, okay. in Minnesota, Iowa. It, that's about it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos. But the other thing no, no, still exists. No overseas. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. We can get you overseas if you want. No, we, we know people. can't. No, okay. we don't. No. All right. I just... All right. Thank you, Hold Carlos. Hold on, Carlos. I'm sure we'll bring you back in. A, yeah. a <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but you know how, like... So, Carlos is one of these people, though, that you would just... They say a term. When we say what we do... Right. People know it. They're yeah. like, okay, you host a radio show. Right. Got it. You foolishly walked away from a television show. Got it. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Project manager, my brother. Yeah. I don't know what he does. My brother, Josh, I don't know what he does. He explained I don't think it. I ever we really had him knew what my dad it. did either. My dad, we thought, was in the CIA for a while. Huh. He would not be, he wouldn't use enough details uh-huh. about what he did. But my yeah, my brother Josh, it's some dweeby job. It's some, you know. Wow, now some, we're judging. It's some, you know, stupid. But it has to do with like acquiring materials for companies. And then like one company needs a material and then they go to him. Or maybe that was his last job. I don't know. We Every sound time like he tells dummies, me about okay. It, this is true. <laughs> and the rest of workers who just work in the typical workforce. Yeah, like not nine in to the five. performance workforce. Right. They all know this language. They're like, oh, you're a project manager, you're a project lead, you're project support. Oh, yeah, they all, yeah, they all know one they another. They speak that language. Yeah. We How don't... about sales? What about them? God bless those people. Yeah. I they can't, are... I mean, I, I couldn't sell you a $5 bill for a buck. I, thank you. I've never heard that before. I just made it up on the spot. Now, uh, but on the flip That's side, why I do what I do. I've been told that I could sell ice to Eskimos. Sorry about the stereotype. Okay, all right. I know I'm not meaning that in a flexy way. You're charming, but you I, have well, like that natural charm. I'm, I'm a about persuasive you. person. Yes. I try to persuade people. If I'm excited about something, I try to get other people excited about. You'd something. be a great salesperson or cult leader. Exactly. And there's a fine line. That's right. Who from our sales department do you think would most be most likely to be in a cult? In a cult or head of a cult? Head of a cult. <laughs> I guess you're asking who's a leader and who's a follower. Yeah, I better not answer that. I feel like the head of sales, Sonia, could be a cult person. This is said in yeah. a complimentary way. Oh, for you, sure. You should be feeling great. If we and give you the cult And on the down thing, low, by the way. Meaning... She could be a down low cult person. Like she wouldn't flaunt her cultiness. Is that no, what you mean? I mean, like, don't say that we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let them know. <laughs> Honest to gosh, now that I'm thinking about it more. Oh, boy. Maybe sales is a cult and she's the leader and the rest of them are her sheep. I'm not going to touch that. Because you want more endorsements, don't you? I sure do. <laughs> Thank you. What did I just do? I'm not sure. I think cults- You bit off your nose to spite your face. I'm just going to use all the terms I could come up with. Oh, you want to do cliches next segment? Sure. Let's find all the cliches we could find. All right. Guys, we had something planned. We did. But we're going to move it for cliche talk. And by cliche, I mean cliche. That's next on Donna and Steve. (laughs)
I am stepping up to take cancer down. Step it up, yeah. In the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Big Climb, Saturday, April 20th at U.S. Bank Stadium. Maddie B. from TV is doing it with me, and so can you. We'll climb over 1,800 steps and 14 stadium sections before ending up on the field at U.S. Bank. All with the goal of raising money for cancer research and patient support. Sign up for Team My Talk today for a $40 donation. And there's no fundraising minimum. It's the big climb Saturday, April 20th at U.S. Bank Stadium with Matt Belanger and me. To join us, use My Talk keyword climb. Friends, what's up? Hey, it's Steve from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know, the insurance industry is full of one agent representing one company. Does that sound familiar? Chances are your current agent has just one company, but think how limiting that is. You need more than one agent representing more than one company, and that's why Paul Borkert and Jeff McDonald, they created the Canopy Group. You've heard me tell you about them. They give you 50 specialists on their team working on your behalf, 16 separate insurance companies. Some of the names you'll recognize, like Auto Owners and Progressive, Some you won't, but let me tell you what you get. You get an agency that is going to shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. And then as your needs change, the Canopy Group will continue to find the best coverage from a company that specializes in just what you need. Insurance is a personal process. It's not about what your neighbors have, your siblings have. It's what you need covered. So are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you confident that your home and auto are all covered the way that they should be? It's time for you to make the switch. TheCanopyGroup.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don't get your britches all up in a, whatchamacallit? Oh. <laughs> Wait. I was testing don't. out some common cliches. You're bigger than your britches? No, don't get your. Britches in a tank? Not. Why did you start this segment? I don't know. I wanted to come back with something clever to say, and I didn't think it through. <laughs> hey, guys, we're back. Don't get your britches all up in a blah, blah. Still no. So you still... Uh, yep, yep, I still thought failing. maybe you just were reading it, but you read it incorrectly. No, I didn't read anything. I was just trying to make one up. Oh, that's what we should do. Make up a cliche. <laughs> cliche. Mike, can you find out if the pronunciation is cliche or cliche? Nick Cliché. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Cliché. Cli, okay. All right, Cli it is. Also, I feel like in full disclosure, when, when we just made this determination before the last commercial <laughs> break that we're going to do Cliché Talk instead, I want you to know, I'm going to read to you the three things we were going to talk to you about here, and then we will not talk to you about them. But just, <laughs> but just how they're written in our outline, okay. okay? All right. We were going to first talk to you about this. Usher used this selling point to sign Justin Bieber. Oh, interesting. Mm. Second story, input by Donna. Even Beyonce had psoriasis. (laughs) (laughs) And then the third thing said documentary tonight on Kevin Costner's divorce. I don't know if we'll get back to any of those or not, but those are three things you could have heard from us. Presented by TMZ. Thank you. Haste makes waste. You can't have your cake and eat it, too, is one of the most popular. And why can't you, I wonder? You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Look, now it's Steve's I'm, I'm confused because I was looking like, wait, I thought this was going to have a different explanation. Let me read this. Here's another cliche. Okay. 
How about each <laughs> I tell you the cliche. Um, we clap or something to spice this up. Uh, <laughs> you're like, all right. all right. I know you weren't going to listen before, but now that you know we're going to clap in between. <laughs> <laughs> Don't change that dial. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do an, I'm do, I'm okay, gonna do here one here. So clap. Oh, we got to clap first? Yes. All right. Mike, is your mic on? It I is. I didn't hear you clap. Sorry. I here didn't know we go, you were clapping. I can't see just applaud, guys. Oh, oh, okay. All right. There's no such thing as a stupid question. You've all heard that cliche before, but here's a funny thing from the SaturdayEveningPost.com that they write about it. Not true. There are lots of stupid questions. Asking the officer, who pulled me over? <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> That's funny. Um, asking your significant other, you're not going to wear that, are you? Is a stupid question. This is the Saturday Evening Post. This is the angle we're going with? I thought it was funnier. The third time is the charm. That's another cliche. How about... First coined by Thomas Edison when he invented the light bulb, the third time is the charm has changed a lot over the years. (laughs) I think this is where I'm supposed to climb. I want to quit. (laughs) The show. Let me. I'm going to read to you what what was supposed to be funny writing from the Saturday Evening Post. Um, the third time is the charm. The reason we've gone with that is it's disheartening to hear the ten thousandth time is the charm. <laughs> it just doesn't have the same ring to it. We needed something more inspirational, so we now use this abbreviated version. All that glitters isn't gold. Don't take the bull by the horns. Don't or do? Don't. I was looking ahead. Oh, I forgot to give you time to clap. Oh, sure. Don't judge a book by its cover is what I was rushing into. Okay. Great. I hate my life. A stopped clock (laughs) is right twice a day. Golly. That's just a fact. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think this is a cliche. Chip off the old block. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't like the pause. We don't. All right, you can. You don't have to clap here. I'm going to rattle off a bunch. There you go. Of okay. cliches, alphabetically, that they encourage you not to use in writing. Okay. A chip off the old block. A clean slate. A dark and stormy night. B. Back against the wall. Back in the saddle. Why can't you use them in writing? They think it's lazy. Oh. They encourage you not to use them in writing. It's not a law. Okay. C. I'm uncomfortable. Called onto the carpet. What is that all about? I don't know what that means. Then I called him on the carpet. Does that mean? 800 500 When? Today. (laughs) Wow. Somebody's got a new endorsement coming up. (laughs) Wait, called to the carpet. Like, I called him out. Yeah, right? but why? What's up with that? Why do we say that? So um, in the early 1700s, there was a cloth uh, covering a conference table, and therefore came to meaning under consideration or under discussion. Hmm. I guess nothing makes the, sense right now. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Usher got into a back and forth with Justin Timberlake to sign Justin Bieber. Oh, we're moving on. I think so. I think it's time. And I was... <laughs> What's that? People are clapping in their cars right now? Wow. Right. Yeah, this is an interesting story. I, I like what he has to say. Um, Usher says that he told uh, Justin Bieber's manager, Scooter Braun... I'll give you every bit of wisdom that I have and grow you and support you in whatever you're trying to accomplish as a businessman. But he also used this selling point when trying to woo Justin Bieber to become his client as opposed to Justin Timberlake. What do you think that selling point was? Do you already know? I do already know. Dang it, Donna. Maybe maybe Mike does Mike, do you know? I do not know. What do you think was the unique selling point as to why Usher tried to say, you got to come with me instead of Justin Timberlake? Oh, my. I... There's a hint right out there. There's a hint and right even out in there. the phrasing of the, the the question. He's gonna usher him to success. Oh, I, I like what no he's idea. doing. Like that, that was yeah, a yeah, good. Yeah. That was no, a good guess. What do you got? It was. He said, "Hey, if you go with Justin, <laughs> that's Justin and Justin. Oh. Me, it's only one Justin." <laughs> <laughs> I get what he's saying, though. Justin Bieber is gonna stand out. You know, it's not going to be like Team Justin, Justin. Justin's with Justin. It sounds like a law firm. Justin, Justin, and Justin. And Usher. Or you, and could Scooter. You, just, could you start <laughs> with Justice there? Justin oh, and nice. Justin, Justice? You need a pill. What time is it? <laughs> the- PSR time! Oh, my God. That's what the billboard says. You see what Steve's doing? He's trying to get the attention of our sales department. No, I'm not. Oh. What? I'm giving you a massage at Lifetime tomorrow. I saw the TSR billboard. You just sang the Empire jingle. Sue me. It's a banger. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? What a jingle. All right. Guys, I do. I apologize for the whole last segment. That was very stupid. It's all right. It's very fluid, the situation. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. We got a dirt alert coming up.